0: We are on Yevamos Kuv Vav Aminalf 106a as we are on the last page of this parak of this chapter. And just one last, one point on the last recording. At the very end, uh, we discussed how uh, somebody put an ayin hara. They had an evil eye on somebody else because uh, the first person, the person who made the ayin hara, the evil eye, his parents, died Really at birth uh, His father passed away Before he was born His mother at childbirth And he was uh, Put an eye in hara An evil eye On somebody who, Whose parents are still alive So I, I heard That This is a source For uh, The idea that By yisker, yisker is um, uh, The service that we say For uh, An immediate relative Who passed away uh, That the tradition Is to have uh, People leave The shul To leave the synagogue and so uh, this could be the source for it and that we don't want an hara to come. We don't want people who have lost their loved ones to then have an evil eye on others who have not lost their loved ones. Uh, so that could be a source for such an idea. Okay, continuing on in the Gemara. Tanur it is taught in Ebreisa. Ebreisa says as follows. Chalitza muta'as kshera get muta apostle it says this is a continuation of our last discussion that a chalitza which is done to trick the brother-in-law into doing chalitza and we explained according to the conclusion that it's referring to doing chalitza on the condition that the sister-in-law will give you 200 zos, um a certain amount and then you do chalitza and she doesn't give it to you we say that it works because you cannot make conditions when it comes to chalitza chalitza is not something that we have ownership of That we control That we can make it on condition It's like saying that um, You know I'll sit in the sukkah But it, I only fulfill the mitzvah If I do X, Y, or Z No, if you sit in the sukkah You fulfill the mitzvah And regardless of what you do um, And so therefore uh, When it comes to chalitza You cannot make it on any condition And if you do make it on a condition So then The condition is meaningless Even if you do not fulfill the condition The chalitza still works However when it comes to a get, a divorce document, there we do say that you are in control. You could make a, a get, um, a divorce on a condition. So therefore, if you do it on a condition, and the condition is not fulfilled, so then there is no divorce. Uh, but the second half of this b'risa is discussing it, what happens if it is uh, forced. What happens if it's against the will of the brother-in-law? You do chalitza against his will, um, and you force him to do chalitza, we say that that doesn't work and when it comes to a get, a divorce document, it does work to force them. So the Gemara doesn't understand. Hey, chidami. What exactly is going on here? Iida ani afilu chalitza nami. Vilo ani get nami lo. He says, I don't understand. If in the end of the day, when we force him, it could be that we put external pressures on him. But in the end of the day, if he says that this is what I want, could be because of the external pressures, but still, he says this is what I want, so then that should work also for chalitza. And if he doesn't say... If he doesn't say that he wants he wants to divorce his wife, so then it shouldn't even work for a divorce document. So the Gemara explains Hachikamra. This is what the Braissa means to say. And this is the conclusion of the Braissa based on that question. The first half is the same. <speaking in Hebrew> then <speaking in Hebrew> when it comes to the chalitza, if you make it on a condition, you do not fulfill the condition, the chalitza is still valid. However, when it comes to the divorce document you need the, fulfill, the condition to be fulfilled, and that's what we discussed before. Chalitza is not in your control. Get is a divorce is in your control, and therefore you can make it on a condition. And if the condition is not fulfilled, there is no divorce. Fine. What changes now is the next part. But a chalitza moussus, we get muusa. When it comes to chalitza, which is forced, or a divorce document which is forced, so now the Bryce says, based on this new version, zim and kasher is din For both of them, the same law applies. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. When does it work, and when does it not work? Hadam rotsani. The it depends on whether or not you say that I want to go through this chalitza. I want, a you you want to, I want to divorce, even if it's based on external pressures. Once you say you want to, then it works. How do we know? The it's taught in a Yakriv oso. This is in the context of a korban of a sacrifice, but you should bring it. Malam that we can force them. Yachol Maybe we could actually force them. No, they have to want it. Okay, it said, "Kofen You have, you're allowed to put external pressures on until they say that this is what they want. So too, when it comes to divorce documents, we say that you can force them until they say that they want it. So essentially, when it comes to external pressures, you're allowed to you're allowed to pressure them until they actually say, "Okay, fine, enough is enough. I want to go through this divorce. I want to do chalitza." And the Rambam in gives a beautiful explanation. He says that really, I I understand if he's forced, he's being forced into it. Isn't he lying when he says that he really wants this? He doesn't really want it. He's doing it so that uh, all these other pressures are removed. The Rambam explains that really everybody wants to do the right thing. Innately, everybody wants to do the right thing. It's just that uh, we have certain things that are blocking us from doing the right thing. So if we put on pressure to the person to divorce, when he's supposed to divorce, or to do chalitza, so then it's really when he says, I want to do it, he's going back to his natural self where he wants to do the right thing. It's true, it's being pressured by uh, some sort of external reasons, uh, but in the end of the day, when he says he wants to do it, he's really returning back to his natural self where he really wants to do the right thing and to, in this case, get divorced or do chalitza. Very interesting idea of the Rambam. Okay, that is the end of that discussion of what happens if you make it on a condition, or what happens if it is forced. The Gemara now discusses a new topic till the end of this side, and then we'll continue with the last Mishnah in the next recording of this uh, chapter. And the Gemara now is discussing: Does the baysin, the first baysin, the first court, do they actually have to know? Do they have to? People do. Do they have to bring proof? Does the brother-in-law and sister-in-law have to bring proof? That they are actually brother-in-law and sister-in-law. What happens if they just show up to court and they say, we have to do chalitza? So do we just trust them or do they have to bring proof? Uh, and just to keep in mind, if they don't bring proof and we don't know about it, so it, it could be a good chalitza. The question is, how is she going to prove this? Uh, to and it, it could be that it, it could be a good chalitza. How is she going to prove this to anybody else? We don't have any witnesses that said that they, they're actually brother-in-law and sister-in-law. So you, you would have to say that even though right now the court doesn't know whether or not they're brother-in-law and sister-in-law, in order for her to get married later to somebody else, so then she would have to bring witnesses that prove that this is the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law, that they're actually brother-in-law and sister-in-law, and not that she's just bringing somebody that she happened uh, to give a few bucks to, uh, you know, to pay off to act as the brother-in-law. So the Gemara says as follows. Amr ibn al-Khara Amr Ravuna Ravuna says khaltun afa bishim makirin min man afa bishim makirin get khalitha alam kan makirin van qusin get mion alam kan makirin ta khashinan labaydan tawin essentially as follows and we're now going to be explaining it according to rashi there's different explanations here but in essence what it's saying is that the court is allowed to do khalitha and also mion mion is something that we'll discuss in the next chapter but you're allowed to do chalitza and mion, even if you don't know who the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law are. You don't, know, you don't know, they tell you, they come to court and they say, we are the brother-in-law and sister-in-law, but you don't recognize them. Nobody knows for sure whether or not this is the brother-in-law and sister-in-law. You could still do chalitza. Oh, if they could do chalitza. So then we say, if you could do chalitza, so then, but don't write a document that says that they did chalitza. Because if you write a document that they said that they did chalitza, so then they're going to go to the next court, she's going to go to the next court and bring proof that she did chalitza, um, and it was a full, full-fledged chalitza, and she could go ahead and marry whoever she wants, but it's not true, because you have to bring proof that, uh, that they were known. So we're concerned that the second court, they won't look into the matter so, so deeply, and they'll assume that there was really uh, good, uh, good testimony, and that we actually knew who they were, that's what they'll assume, and as a result of that, we say, you know what, even though it's good, but you cannot write this as a document because the second court will just take it as a given that everything was done properly. So you're allowed to do it, but you can't write it down as a document. However, if the witnesses who saw the khalisa take place, they then testify in another court, their testimony is accepted. The court then responds to the to the witnesses and tell, they, they, they ask the witnesses, "Do you rec- did you recognize that it was the brother-in-law and sister-in-law? Did you have proof that this was the brother-in-law and sister-in-law? And so in this case, they'll say, "No, we don't have proof. We didn't know." And so then, in such a scenario, because the witnesses are in front of us, they'll throw it out. They'll throw it out and say, "No, but you have to bring you have to bring witnesses that your brother in law, sister in law. Without that, so then we cannot do anything." So according to this first opinion, you're allowed to do chalitza without the witnesses, without proving it, which is important because let's say the brother in law doesn't really care and he's running away, but this is your one time opportunity, so you can do it without having to bring all the proofs. Um, however, to write a document that we cannot do because then perhaps the second court uh, will just rely on the document and not ask any questions and they'll just assume that it was really done with uh, understanding who they were. That is all Rav Huna. Rav argues. Rav himself says, himself says, Essentially Rava says, No, you cannot do chalitza and you cannot do mion. Without them knowing who, uh, who is whom, they have to know that who the brother-in-law is, and they have to know who the sister-in-law is. They have to know that they're related. Why? So some of the commentators point out the reason why they have to know, according to, according to Rava, is that if we have, if we have the two witnesses come to another court, to another city, and they go to the court in the other city and they say that we were the witnesses, perhaps the the court will mess up, and they will not ask. Well, did you recognize that this was the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law? So out of that concern, we said, you know what? Every time you do chalitza, the court, the based in, not just the witnesses, but the, the based-in, the court, they have to know exactly uh, who, that this is the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law, and proof has to be brought. Once that's the case, that proof has to be brought, so then certainly, even if the witnesses don't—they they don't recognize, but the court does, the court is different than the witnesses, the court are three judges, the witnesses are two, so even if the witnesses don't know, so still, since we know that the the court itself, the three people in the court, they know that this is the brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Essentially, we, because of that, we let them write a star, a document that chalitza took place, uh, because even if the witnesses they they don't recognize who the brother-in-law and sister-in-law is, but they know that the court does have to recognize it. So they'll they'll write. So everything was done perfectly because the court recognized it, and they will then write a star. They'll write a document that this actually took place. That the chalitza, in the end of the day, took place. Why? Because we're not concerned, says Rashi, that the first court will mess up. We're not concerned that the first court will mess up. They'll know exactly what they're doing. They know they they know that they have to bring proof that this is the brother-in-law and this is the sister-in-law and that they were related. They have to bring all that proof, and so therefore we're not concerned um, about this. And since the first court has to only do chalitza if they recognize them, so then once they do chalitza, so then certainly you can write it down, even the witnesses who sign, even though uh, they they themselves didn't recognize who the brother-in-law and sister-in-law were, but they knew that the in the court, did know. Um, and so therefore they're allowed to write the shtar. So that's the dispute between Ravuna and Rava. Uh, number two uh, works, uh, ends up being two different arguments. Number one, do you have to know who the brother-in-law and the sister-in-law are and that they're related at the time that you do chalitza? And number two, which is connected, is once you do chalitza, are you allowed to write down, uh, if without knowing who they are, are you allowed to write down a proof, a document of proof or not? So that is all part of that discussion. So this is a shorter recording, but we are now up to the next Mishnah on Kovav and Bezon 106b, and we'll begin that in the next recording.